the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is WHK Drama Channel 14 Cleveland Radio. Where your hearing swings. Where your hearing swings. Welcome to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. And now, here's your host, Nick Phillips. Hello, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another edition of The Advocate. And uh, today we're going to be talking about Ohio Issue 1, a recent election in Ohio, resolves the issue of whether or not we're going to change the Ohio Constitution to determine how to amend the Constitution in the future. To talk about it today is our own Secretary of State from the state of Ohio, Frank LaRose. Secretary LaRose, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you, Nick. I'll tell you what, uh, this is a fight worth having. Obviously, uh, things didn't go our way on this, but it's better to fight and lose than never fight at all when it's a worthwhile cause. And this certainly was. The the worrying part now is that the things I've been saying are coming our way, certainly are. The for sale sign still hangs on the Ohio Constitution, and the out-of-state special interest groups, they know that. And uh, they're planning on bringing a lot of bad ideas to Ohio, and it starts with this radical anti-parent pro-abortion amendment this November, but that's by no means the end of it. It goes on to minimum wage increases next year that are going to put people out of work and maybe even, uh, you know, livestock care standards written by PETA to make it impossible to have a farm in Ohio. Something about Second Amendment. Mayor of Cleveland said last week that he wants to do what he called, quote, common sense gun reform. I think we know what that means. It means disarming law-abiding citizens. So, uh, we've got some fights ahead of us, but uh, as you know, I'm not afraid of a fight. I took this one on, and I'll be there to fight for Ohio's values every step of the way. Well, I think if nothing else, I know we've been in a very divisive political mood for the last several years, and the the thought is to get uh, the Ohio public, the Ohio voters, to really engage in what these issues are. And the issues you just mentioned that are coming down the road are going to be very, very important. And hopefully you can keep the same enthusiasm and interest into these uh, political questions. Well, what do you think happened here? Well, I tell you what, the the, the coalition uh, on the right has always been uh, business-minded conservatives, folks like me and, and, and many others that are also social conservatives. And I think that the social conservatives were engaged in this. They knew uh, what fight there was ahead. I think that some of our more sort of business-minded conservatives were, were not as engaged as they should have been. But what really happened is that there were tens of millions of dollars of out-of-state dark money that poured into Ohio, came mostly from California and New York, ran a very deceptive ad campaign that um, I think that the no campaign intentionally tried to confuse voters and, and in some cases were successful with that. And again, as a result, uh, 1.3 million Ohioans stood with us, and I'm really thankful and grateful for that. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, uh, significantly more stood on the other side of this. And so we live to fight another day, though. And uh, for me, it's uh, not about uh, necessarily 
uh, wallowing in, in the uh, in the pity of defeat, but it's about getting back up on your feet and ready for the next fight. Because again, there are some significant fights to come. I should also mention that the election went really smoothly, despite all of the the naysayers and political detractors, uh, you know, uh, claiming that there was going to be problems with this election. It was a high turnout, just like I predicted, and I had predicted. Uh, in the Senate committee hearing just four months ago, I said it's going to be a big turnout. Sure enough, it was. Over three million people participated, and with what three hundred or three thousand polling locations, uh, just over three thousand polling locations, and thirty-five thousand election day poll workers. There are always small logistical matters that have to get worked oh, yeah, on election yeah. day, but really, it was a free and fair election. And we announced the results on election night, which is uh, something we do. Well, let's hold, let's hold up on that for a moment. We're going to have to take a short break. Yeah. We're talking to the Ohio Secretary of State, Frank LaRose, about the issue one vote uh, here in Ohio recently and the outcome and what's the significance of that outcome. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back after these words. So don't go away. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK, The Advocate. We'll be right back. Everyone needs a dentist. In selecting a family dentist, you want to make sure they are the very best. Dr. Kenneth Wolnick is one of the best dentists in our area. Rated for the past six years as one of the top dentists in Northern Ohio by Cleveland Magazine, Dr. Wolnick is one of the top 5% of dentists awarded a prestigious fellowship by the Academy of General Dentistry. Dr. Wolnick's office is conveniently located at 6363 York Road in Parma Heights. You can reach his office to schedule an appointment by calling 440-888-5050. 55. That's 440-888-5055. There's nothing better than great dental care from a great dentist. Cloud9. It provides complete computer system support for your business. And better yet, offers these services at a fixed cost. Cloud9. It is truly a flat fee company whose goals align with those of your business. We both need you to be up and running to make money. Monthly, you'll receive only one bill and all the service that you need. Call Cloud9 now at 844-556-8394 to find out how Cloud9 can save you time and money. That's Cloud with a K, 9, at 844-556-8394 to fix your IT costs now. Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance And now, back to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another segment of The Advocate. Issue one was before the Ohio voters uh, a short time ago, and the results are in, that it was rejected by the Ohio voters. To talk about that today, we have Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose. Uh, Secretary LaRose, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you, Nick. 
you know, the you the, the election uh, in August was sort of an odd thing because I think the legislature voted not to have any more special elections on issues like this in August, yet we did. And at the same time, we had the voter turnout go from around 8% to like over 38%. Uh, that that indicates a whole lot of community interest and public interest in the issues. And actually, uh, as a political science major from Kent State years ago, I find that really engaging that we have the voters paying attention and actually turning out participating in this kind of vote. Uh, the bigger issue coming up now in November is going to be a constitutional change concerning abortion rights. Uh do you think we're going to have the same amount of interest and the same uh, discussions and debates going on uh, to analyze those issues and decide where we are on abortion here in Ohio by November? Oh, there's absolutely going to be interest. And just like I predicted, there was going to be a high voter turnout in this election, and there absolutely was over 3 million. But here's something I, I, I want to maybe take uh, take uh, a, a, a little bit of time to, to set the record straight on. Uh, this sure. idea that the legislature eliminated all August elections and then decided to come back and do it, that is really it's a false narrative that's been spread by the left to, to try to sow doubt about the legitimacy of this election that was just held in Ohio. To be very clear, what the state legislature did, and I was fully supportive of this, is eliminate local elections in August. And this is, I get that that's some nuance, but it's important to note that these local tax levies for a sewer district or a park district or whatever else, those were eliminated by the legislature. And that's a smart move because those tend to fly below the radar. People wake up at some point in the fall and wonder why their property taxes went up and don't realize that there had been a levy on the ballot in August. That was smart. But the state legislature has always had the authority to set a statewide special election, really whenever they want. Of course, August is a reasonable time to do it because we've got a history of having August elections in Ohio. And so that's very different from a low turnout, very local tax levy election, a statewide election for an important constitutional issue. Again, predictably, as I said, gets a large turnout, people are well aware of it. So it's important to make that distinction. Talking about November, there's going to be a lot of interest in this. Of course, there's the general election for local offices occurring this November, and that matters a lot too. But uh, the abortion amendment that is almost certainly going to be on the ballot, unless the court intervenes, and and by the way, there's a court case pending on this, and I'm very curious to see what the court does and, and, you know, wouldn't wouldn't mind if the court did intervene, quite candidly, because I think that what's on the ballot is very dangerous – But that's coming in November and then potentially something related to marijuana. There's a citizen-initiated statute that has been proposed. We haven't certified that for the ballot yet because we haven't, uh, uh, they haven't, you know, qualified yet with the right number of signatures. But that is likely to happen as well. And there will be a lot of interest this November in both of those. Well, it's so good to hear that people are engaged in these political issues. And uh, with regard to between now and November, we hope that people stay engaged and learn what the issues are and and think beyond the election as to what the consequences will be of their vote. So it's something people need to think about. Do you think that there was too much confusion in this election, or do you think it was the result of thought-out votes? You know, I think that the no campaign intentionally created confusion, even with some very dishonest messaging that they did. For example, they took a a 15 minute speech that I gave and then they lifted 10 seconds out of that to make it sound out of context as though I was saying this is exclusively about abortion. 
the whole speech I was given was about how it's not just about abortion. That's only one of the really important things that it is about. Um, but then even, you know, trying to uh, run this ad uh, showing the Constitution being shredded, really, it's them who's attempting to shred the Constitution with these dark money funded out of state special interest pet projects that don't belong in a Constitution. Uh, I often spoke around the state at 76 different events that I did about how constitutions really are not for policymaking. As a practitioner of the law, you know what I'm talking about. Constitutions are for laying out fundamental rights that we broadly agree on, not just 50 percent of us, and for the basic structure of government policymaking, the day-to-day lawmaking about what you can smoke or not, or where you can gamble or not gamble. That kind of stuff doesn't really belong in a constitution. It should be handled in law, and we can do that in Ohio with a citizen-initiated statute or by working with our state legislature. Well, it seems like we'll continue to be working that way at this point. Uh, For the November election coming up with an amendment to the Constitution, can, can you succinctly tell us what the voters should know about that What's on the line for this uh, coming election and the change of the Ohio Constitution? What are the issues? Yeah, so you can read it for yourself, actually, uh, on our website. Uh, It's, um, what, just over 200, 250 words, I believe. But it's very craftily written, and this is the abortion amendment. It's written by uh, groups like the ACLU, Planned Parenthood, NARAL, etc., First of all, and I think this is just ridiculous, it doesn't say pregnant women. It says pregnant persons. I think in the entire history of humankind, only women have been pregnant. Uh, But that's just kind of the the lack of seriousness on the left, that they can't even say pregnant women. But it goes on to say that that abortion can't be restricted for any reason up through the third trimester. um, And uh, and that means that, you know, the abhorrent process of a, a late term Abortion would be allowed in Ohio. But the especially pernicious part of this is that it says very specifically that parents may not be involved in those decisions for minor children. And so, well, my school has to get a permission slip to give my child an aspirin. They could take her off to a doctor's office to have an abortion performed without parental involvement. It's, it's absolutely insane. And here's the other thing that a lot of people are talking about. It opens the door to a uh, something that I would consider child abuse, which is allowing gender transition on children without parental involvement either. And it's very crafty the way they worded it. It basically says that, you know, any question related to reproductive health, uh, parents may not be involved. Well, I think that it doesn't take uh, a specially gifted lawyer to make a uh, an argument that if some child wants to change their gender at 14, 15 years old, that that is a uh, matter related to reproductive health and that parents may not be involved. Again, I think when Ohioans understand how extreme this is, that they will reject it. This is not some sort of a modest thing about choice up to a certain point or exceptions for rape and incest or whatever else. This would make Ohio the most extreme state in the nation for abortion, gender transition, and for taking away parental rights, which is, uh, again, I think the most pernicious part of this. Yeah, I've heard from women who are pro-life women who are still concerned about having such government control over uh, their medical care that the government would set rules and regulations that would interfere with what advice they get from their doctors. Uh, So, for example, we always hear these very rare cases where we have uh, pregnancies that are not going well and the doctors would make uh, a recommendation for an early termination. 
uh, I think women are concerned that if it's a question of their life or this fetus that may not make it for very long, uh, is the government going to stop that kind of treatment here in Ohio? And I, I think that sort of is a very cautionary concept that these women have. What, what do we say to them? This is also, though, this is also a fear tactic used on the left. Let's be clear about something. All of us who are pro-life, we mean that. It's not just pro-birth. We're pro-life, life of the unborn child, but also life of the mother. There's no reasonable person that I know of who would not say that a woman whose life is in jeopardy should be able to get the medical care that she needs as in consultation with her and her doctor. Of course, uh, when the life of the mother is in question, that's a completely separate matter. And again, there's no reasonable effort that I know of to say that you can't get uh, a termination in the case of the life of the mother. Again, and, and that's certainly not the case in Ohio, and I don't know anybody who wants to make it the case in Ohio. Well, that definitely is a word that needs to get out to calm calm the souls, I suppose. But uh, that, that's with regard to issue one of the November uh, election coming up with the abortion amendment. But uh, you're also a candidate for the United States Senate. And with that, you're jumping from the frying pan in Ohio into the fire, I'm afraid, going into Washington with the kinds of problems we have uh, today, dealing with the economy, dealing with China, national issues. But what, what do you feel are the most important issues at the senatorial level? So you're right, and it's about problem solving. That's one of the reasons why I announced just a few weeks ago that I'm running for the U.S. Senate. Proud to say that only a few weeks into the race, I'm already the very clear front runner in the Republican primary with an 18-point lead in the primary, but also the only one who's tied neck and neck with Sherrod Brown. That's pretty remarkable. That shows, well, and again, with three other uh, three total Republicans running, I'm the only one that can say I'm at a dead heat tied 44-44 with Brown. It shows he can be beaten and that I'm the one that can do it. The issues that motivated me to run, we've got a country to save. It starts with the economy. Biden and Brown have created a scenario where families are suffering, where everything in life costs more, but with with wages that are stagnant. And Brown and Biden think you fix that by hiring 80,000 IRS agents and spending trillion dollars we don't have. Let's interrupt for just a moment and come back. We have to take a short break. We're talking to Ohio Secretary of State and United States Senatorial Candidate. Frank LaRose. We'll be back after these words. Don't go away. We'll, we'll be back for our final segment in just a moment. Don't go away. Everyone needs a dentist. In selecting a family dentist, you want to make sure they are the very best. Dr. Kenneth Wolnick is one of the best dentists in our area. Rated for the past six years as one of the top dentists in Northern Ohio by Cleveland Magazine, Dr. Wolnick is one of the top 5% of dentists awarded a prestigious fellowship by the Academy of General Dentistry. Dr. Wolnick's office is conveniently located at 6363 York Road in Parma Heights. You can reach his office to schedule an appointment by calling 440-888-5055. That's 440-888-5055. There is nothing better than great dental care from a great dentist. Cloud9. It provides complete computer system support for your business. And better yet, offers these services at a fixed cost. Cloud9. It is truly a flat fee company whose goals align with those of your business. We both need you to be up and running to make money. Monthly, you'll receive only one bill and all the service that you need. 
Call Cloud9 now at 844-556-8394 to find out how Cloud9 can save you time and money. That's Cloud with a K, 9, at 844-556-8394 to fix your IT costs now. Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance. And now, back to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with our final segment of The Advocate for today. We're talking to Ohio's Secretary of State and U.S. Senatorial Candidate, Frank LaRose, talking about his senatorial campaign and what's going on with the campaign and what are those issues. So, uh, Frank, tell us about the issues that are the most important to Ohioans that you're seeing that you're out and about in the state. Yeah, as I was telling you before the break, we've got a country to save. That's why I'm running against Sherrod Brown and, again, proud to be the clear GOP front runner with a commanding double-digit lead. It's about the economy, as we were saying. Brown and Biden think you fix that with more government. We fix it with more freedom by unleashing the engine of human prosperity, which is the free market economy. We do that by cutting taxes and, and streamlining regulations and, yes, investing in the things government needs to invest in, like public safety and education and national defense and doing those things, infrastructure for that matter, and doing those well. The second thing is we've got a crisis at the U.S.-Mexican border, and Sherrod Brown is 100% asleep at the switch. He even said a couple weeks ago on TV that nobody really cares about that. Well, Senator, there are drugs and crime pouring across that border that are killing our fellow Ohioans. For me, it's personal for that reason, but also I served down there. Uh, too many politicians, they go down there and they do their, their field trip, take a photo at the border. I actually was part of a counter-narcotics task force on the U.S.-Mexican border during my active duty years with the 101st Airborne Division, so I know the public safety and humanitarian crisis that's occurring. And I think one last thing worth really mentioning, and we were talking about this earlier, parental rights. Lauren and I uh, are not going to co-parent with the government or anyone else. I'm the only one in this race with school-aged children, so I'm a father, but I'm also a fighter. And we're not going to allow county, state, local bureaucrats, federal bureaucrats to tell us how our children should be raised. They're going to be raised with our values. So it's time we take a stand once again for parental rights. Not to mention national defense. I'll be the first Green Beret in U.S. Senate history. I'm still serving. In fact, in a couple of weeks, I'm going on reserve duty. I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, I think that having that special operations experience in the U.S. Senate as the world becomes an increasingly dangerous place, thanks to the mismanagement of the Biden administration, is going to be really crucial. Well, I'm a veteran of the Air Force, and uh, I'm, I'm very pleased to hear you're a veteran, and thank you for your service. We definitely need it, and we need veterans in, in Congress. I, I think that's a, a waning, winning group uh, that's showing up there. 
Well, as you're, you're out and about Thank talking to people around the state of Ohio, what seems to be the most pressing concern from the national side? I think it's the economy, and uh, I think it's the, uh, the, the ham-handed solutions. I'm using air quotes when I say solutions that the Biden administration has thought. Uh, again, inflation is through the roof. Just look at the price of energy. Look at the price of fuel. And uh, again, they think that you solve that with more government regulations. Uh, Senator Brown is one of the worst when it comes to trying to use the coercive power of government to uh, to try to steer the private sector in the direction he wants it to go. Uh, that fails when it's tried, when government starts picking winners and losers, and that needs to end. And so we need to be focused on prosperity and returning America to economic greatness. Well, returning to prosperity, again, works and helps all of us. As they say, a rising tide raises all the boats, and same thing with economy. So we hope that works. Well, it sounds like your uh, senatorial campaign is uh, moving well, so congratulations on that and wish you the best of well, luck. thank you, sir. Yeah, and thanks for your service as well. People can get more information at franklarose.com, franklarose.com. Look forward to the conversation and the year-long job interview. That's the way I view this. Well, that, that will be. So we'll all be watching. And, again, I think we have a very astute uh, body politic. All of our residents, all of our registered voters are paying attention. I'm very pleased they came out uh, to vote however they voted on issue one, but they came out and voted. And uh, study the candidates, study the issues, and participate in our wonderful government. Amen. And as you mentioned, there are too few veterans in the Senate. There's only one actively serving. It's Senator Dan Sullivan from Alaska. When I'm elected, I'll be only the second member of the Senate who's actively serving in the reserves. And so uh, I think that matters. And again, I look forward to uh, working hard to earn this opportunity to beat Sherrod Brown and, and then to flip the Senate back to the Republican side. Well, very good. Well, best wishes for you. And again, thank you for your service. And uh, we'll, we'll stay watching what's going on here at the Secretary of State office, as well as the elections, as well as your campaign. So good luck. Thank you, Nick. Be well. Thank you. And thank you for listening today. We'll be back next week, same time, same station. So between now and then, have a healthy, happy, and safe week. Goodbye. And I sat and watched the Zanzibar sunset, sat and drank my fresh mint tea, with nothing to do until morning, and only my mind for company. The Advocate is sponsored by Nick Phillips and is responsible Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.